Heidi, Jeff Hicks, how are you? Hi, doing good. Good to see you again. Yeah. Welcome back. So today we're talking about if I was a chief appraiser, what would be my biggest stress? And I'm thinking it's probably lender pushback. What do you think? Yeah, that's a, that's a big one. Um, I mean, it depends on your corporate culture and it depends on a, a lot of things, what, what your mix is of business. But it, it can be it can be the high one of the problems, and it may not be that it, it's something where um, you know somebody is saying you need to make this deal um, so much as they're trying to pick apart an appraisal so they can get the end result they want, and so there's a jumping through hoops. So yeah, that's that's a big part of it, um, you know that and and the the tools to manage that of course is to is to have good reviewers to get back, you know, give cogent responses um, to the lender side, um, but also to have some kind of a handle on what you do on a daily basis um, in the way of reporting and so forth, so that you can give them an, an idea that this is normative, what, what this particular, their problem is, so. So you think mainly that uh, a lot of lenders have no idea what the process is as it goes through credit or the appraisal department and what it takes to get end to end on the workflow of ordering an appraisal? It can really get away from you for sure, especially if your bank is growing. Um, and so uh, I would think as a, as a chief appraiser, one of the, if I were chief appraiser, one of the first things I would want to know is the, the nitty gritty details about what was going on uh, averages, uh, you know, and totals, um, volume, speed. Not that I'm a big one for for making speed the most important uh, uh, thing. I, I think that's a really bad, bad idea uh, because quality is job one. Um, speed is job two. <laughs> so you get your automation, you get your, you know, your your workflow as efficient as possible, your, your minimized uh, personal uh, interaction that are speed bumps or other kinds of things that are speed bumps. Sure, you can do all that um, for to, to speed things up, but the quality, um, the, 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 the spending time on the selection of who's the best appraiser, um, getting the right information out to the appraiser, um, that's doing the assignment and then getting a quality review done by somebody who's competent. Yeah, all of that is, that's job one. And, and so you can, but you, if you don't have the metrics, you can, you can kind of lose, the, the, the people who are doing the job one are the folks in the field. The person who's the chief appraiser has to manage that. And so uh, one way to do that is for good reporting. So it sounds like if I'm a financial institution without a workflow or a system that doesn't have great reporting, that's where a lot of the stress comes from if I was the chief appraiser. Oh, reporting. I'd have a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So I, would, I would definitely have a, a high stress, you know, taking comes or whatever it might be um, if I didn't have that kind of thing because, um, I, you know, you're responsible up the food chain, as well as you do have um, it, some of it is, you know, just systemic pressure, um, and some of it is specific deal pressure, but there's a, 
a lot of um, uh, uh, pressure on the person at the top of the appraisal department. And, and the best tools in your toolbox is to know, is to be able to know how your department is doing what it does. I, I would think that would take a lot of pressure if I was a chief appraiser, having the SLAs, the service level agreements, knowing exactly, hey, this month we did this many appraisals, these many evals, we turned around our, our uh, reviews in X amount of days. I would think reporting to the C-suite, having metrics, especially with efficient workflow, would really take a lot of the pressure off, especially if a bank is growing, they're doing 50, 70, 100 uh, appraisals a month. I would think that reporting would actually would be really critical to relieving the stress. Yes, as long as you don't lose track of quality, because if it's all about how fast that review turns, I mean, I know one bank that, that, that had to turn things in like two days. It was a manufactured uh, uh, time frame that wasn't necessary to the deals. Um, and it created all kinds of stress and, and, and ended up, they had to spend money outsourcing things to do it in that metric. So, so certainly knowing how fast things turn, I think is more important um, to, to know it and say, this is, this is how it works on average when some things are harder to do and other things go fat through the system a review real fast because they're, you know, easy deals. Um, it, it's better to have that information to then um, establish or manage expectations from the lenders as to how long reviews are going to take. So they're not beating you up on, oh, where's that review? Um, you know, use, you know, well, on average, it takes this. And what that means is the range is that sometimes it takes this long and sometimes it takes that long. Well, on average, it takes this long. So they have a, a sense that there, there is some play in there. And it sets expectations for the lenders as well. Oh, absolutely, that, that you have to do that because the, otherwise they're in the dark. They're, you know, I, can, I can understand the lenders. You know, they sure. want to get their deal done and that's perfectly okay. That's what they're getting paid to do. Um, and so if they have enough, if you can give them, if you, your workflow gives you the data that then you can pass on to the lenders so that they have some sense about how long it's going to take once they put that request in, then they have a comfort level that, well, okay, it's over there and I'm not gonna see it for a set amount of time and they're not worrying about it. They're not picking up the phone and bugging people and wasting your time. So yeah, it's, it, it's important to have that information. It's important to share that information, but it's not, a, uh, what I don't recommend is that you become a, you know, a, a time frame Nazi about it because that's- <laughs> Not good. That's, that's more that stress. quality. More stress. Do you think that additional reporting such as concentration mapping, knowing where your collateral is, what property type, like how many hotels do we have over here? Uh, do you think that type of reporting really helps out? Yeah, it does because one of the requirements for the, of the regulators is that you um, monitor your collateral. And so if you know that you have a particular, and, and, and to understand which property types are more complex and, 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 or, and or have more risk, 
-hmm. And something like a hotel that's a going concern, sells as a going concern, has intangible assets that can, intangible means that they can go away, you know, in a very quick order and you, you really can't rely on them. Um, they require a collateral monitoring. So if you're noticing that you've got a concentration of a particular property type in a one area, um, a particular high risk um, area, then you, you, you can know that you're going to have to spend some time monitoring that collateral uh, property type. Um, it, but if you don't have the, the, uh, the data from the reporting, um, you can lose track of, well, how many hotels did we do in the last three years that were in that area? And you forget, you, without that data, uh, the reporting and the, that's what management is. That's why you're on the top, the chief appraiser. That makes sense. Well, Heidi, I appreciate your time today and thank you for, uh, for your discussions. Very, very insightful. I enjoyed it. <laughs> thank you. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Man, we're on a roll.